and today is Tuesday, which that means we're all going to be talking about triumphing over and triumphing over triumphing, You can be triumphing over a mindset. You could be triumphing over a situation that's out of your control. I think I think that there's kind of something in the air that has been going on. And um, but before we get to all that goodness and explosiveness. Uh, I am Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach with a vacuum cleaner going on in the background. I'm gonna be giving him the thumb in a minute. <laughs> with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0, Triumph Tuesday. <laughs> Sometimes when we go into the different days, things happen that we just kind of feel need to be addressed. So without further ado, I'm just going to turn it over to my little firecracker. I am on fire. You know, it, it's funny. I heard a quote uh, this week and it talked about the great American uh, catfish. You know, when you've been catfish, there's a lot of that going on. And that's kind of a kind of like a slang term for being duped for, uh, you know, thinking one thing, how many how many people that you know, like, you know, they're on a dating site, they meet somebody, uh, they kind of glamorize it all. And you get ready to meet and then they don't show up. Or, you know, you've been duped by, you know, an offer. How many of you have been duped by an offer, you know, of some sort of, you know, sales thing? Maybe you've been duped uh you know when you join something you know you, you thought it was going to be one thing but they wanted your money and it was really something else right well that is going uh, really across the united states and i heard that from some reporter i can't remember and it really resonated with me because you know we always talk about reflection and, and you know where you've been with your health and your wellness and we know that two sisters frequently talks about what is going on in our communities and how it impacts our health and wellness. It either fires you up, it stresses you out, it, you know, it could be fear, it could be stress. Well, that's kind of all those emotions that I've been actually witnessing across many states this week. And the implosion has been parents, believe it or not, parents questioning what is going on with their school committees? What is going on with their board of education? Uh, I actually talked to my bestie in Connecticut. Uh, there's something going on uh, in Middletown. There is uh, things going across. And you know what the common denominator was? Like everyone that I've talked to in every report that I've seen, Jan, what, what, do you, what would you think the common denominator would be? Oop, you're muted. Sorry about that. I muted myself. <laughs> I'm supposed to mute you. Oh no, only hitting. The comments. Um, no, yesterday, today, you muted yourself. Just wanted to let you know. Yes, I know. I know. I got to say, I'm censoring myself. I don't know. <laughs> so the common denominator, hmm, let me guess. Democratic run cities, Democratic run states. I would have to say that is the common denominator. It sure is. And the, also the common den denominator with that is, you know, locking down the states, locking down and pushing the, which were, you know, everyone is kind of funny uh, slang, calling it the, the diaper mouthpiece, pushing the mask, pushing the vaccine. This is all happening. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not coincidence. 
You know, when you have to actually think about it, it's not coincidence. There's a narrative. And we always talk about on two sisters. There's always a story behind the story. So this entire week, I, I've seen uh, outraged teachers, outraged parents addressing their board of ed and school committees over the same damn thing. CRT and BLM, CRT and BLM. Well, BLM is a pretty much no brainer for, for, for people to really know what that is. And we've often discussed how the BLM, it, it's the actual movement that is the issue, not the cause. That's two different things. Equity and equality for all should occur regardless of your skin color. But the CRT, which they, they is labeled critical race theory, I've renamed it to critical racism theory because the basics of the teaching in the nutshell is to identify the person by color. And of course they're interjecting uh, transgender and you know all of that piece to it as well. But the piece that I'm gonna be focusing on is the skin color. So if you are white, and especially if you're a white male, but if you are white, you are the oppressor. And if you are black or dark skinned, you are the oppressed. Now you've had many different people. And I really am sick and tired of having to identify people, period. I, I think this whole labeling bullshit is, is, is gone way out of great, great land. However, uh, that's what that's what's being presented. So the intent from what I'm seeing is the, another yet another coincidence of why are all these particular states now all of a sudden there's an apparent implosion to their board of ed and or their school committees over these teachings because it doesn't just end with the whole equity movement. They're also into uh, intertwining some very questionable curriculum that, uh, with sex education that they plan on teaching uh, at five years old, which I think is inappropriate. And it all leads to one thing, which the whole, really the whole great reset of what's going on in our world is, you know, a lot of people have coined it the great the all great reset or the great reset of the world is the great, great reset of the parent's role. A parent has the right to choose and to teach social things that are going on in our world. And it's almost as if these teachings and these people that are pushing these agendas and they're narratives people, they're definitely narratives. There's no way you can get around it because what it does is makes you comply to a certain narrative and the end result of the story behind the story is to lead that into socialism and communism because that's how a socialism and or communist country runs you depend on the government you 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 have limited parental rights they control what's the thought process which has been going on all along really especially in this last year and a half with the virus is it's mind control it's thought control fear control, fear mongering. We, we've talked about this numerous of times, so we're not gonna get into all of that. But these were all stepping stones that you know. here we get a little bit, we get discouraged, we triumphed over it. And then we thought, okay, we're getting back to our normal. You give a little, you go back five steps, we jump ahead, we feel good, we've triumphed over it. And it's a seesaw battle really of good and evil. Of, 
you know, what our world is or what our country was to what other people are trying to make it. So we've complied. There, there is no doubt in my mind that people cannot say that they complied. They complied with the stay home orders. They complied with the mask orders. They complied with the travel bans. They complied and were helpless at the gas pumps. And now what they are trying to do, because we've already just, we've already nipped it in the bud to identify that BLM is nothing more than a bunch of Marxists. That's all they are. It's a Marxist movement. Not, they don't really care about skin color. They don't care about black communities. They're out to dominate and take control over the government and they're Marxist. So what's the next best backstory to the backstory of the stepping stones of parents and adults being comply, being in a complied mindset? Go after the children. Let's get the children. Let's indoctrinate the children. Let's mind control the children. Let's teach them what we want them to be taught, regardless of what the parent wants. So the CRT movement is, is to me, is a critical racism, not critical race theory. You talk about race, you talk about all races as a whole, but that's not what they're doing because it has to be with diversity, uh, um, not diversity, it has to be with division and segregation, all merely by the color of your skin and when you are born into this world in their mentality, you need to be ashamed of the color of your skin. Because if you're born white, you're born, we all know, you know, in the Christian faith, you're born with original sin, you go to baptism. There's a whole criteria of, of faith that goes into that. But now they want you to believe that you should be sinful for the rest of your life because you were born white. And you should be sinful and you are oppressed because you are born black. You, you're never gonna amount to anything if you're black because it's, a, it's the people with the white skin that are keeping you down. This is what they're teaching. And these are all subtle teachings that will be happening and have been nibbled and implemented. And there's a method to their madness, just like there was a method to this madness with this virus. We already know the virus is real. Lot of controversy as to that whole thing. But they, these were all stepping stones to the great parent, parent reset. Let's take the rights away from the parents and let's control the children. Because what does that do at the end? If we can get the children, we can make them all little cultural Marxists. What does that do? That forever changes the generations and where our country is going. That is what this is all about. Let's reform their minds. Take away what their parents are teaching them because their parents are bad. The parents are the original sinners because they've got, you know, the white skin. And you can't deny it. It's happening all over. That's all I've heard all week long. It's all these parents from different communities, different districts, different states going after their board of ed and or their school committee. I'm going to let you kind of digest that, give you a reflect of what I just told you. And I'm going to get, kind of give you the breakdown of how it's happening. Um, this is what I'm going to say. The first thing I thought of, and, and I'm not up to date with, with all that is happening. I am aware that it, it is happening, but not to the extent, um, which I'm just learning about. And the first two words that popped in my mind were silly putty. And I'll t I, I think I understand why. You can mold silly putty 
into anything that you want. It becomes what you want it to. <laughs> Silly putty, you can also put down on a newspaper or um, an article or maybe a page in a book and you carefully peel it off and there is the reflection of the words that are on there. Now, I remember specifically as a child trying to mess up the words so it looked funny, like if somebody was to, to read, reread that article on the silly putty thing, which we did with, <coughs> with our friends when we were kids, it would, it, it would be funny to read it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We changed the, the narrative as kids. So I see a lot of silly puttiness going on to the extent where the molding has occurred. The molding is starting to sh take shape. And there needs to be something done about it. I'm not, and again, I'm not an expert. I'm not up to date with all that is happening. But I think we are seriously at a very critical point in <laughs> what is happening in the good old USA. Shame on BLM. Again, we know what it stands for. We know their Marxist organization. Um, what have they done for the black community? I think it great would question. be- That's a great question. I think it would be different if all the money that they were receiving on behalf of their organization was going toward the different communities. <clears throat> of course, Black lives matter. All lives matter. Now, Absolutely, and, and, the, and the piece of that, that little tidbit of that is they use that, they use what was socially going on with uh, law enforcement and whatnot. And, you know, yes, there were, were, were things that happened that really address the issue of we need some reform. We always need reform. If we stop thinking that we need to be reinvented and reformed uh, to, for accountability, then humanity's all lost, so let's be real. We all need to do a self-check, regardless of what profession you're in, where you are in your mindset. We all need accountability for our actions and or new ways to better improve on we, how we do things, how we interact with public, how we interact with you know, school systems, children, law enforcement, hospitals, all that, all that, that is for sure. But the point is when it starts to take over in a very unhealthy manner, which I believe that was the stepping stone. I mean, you cannot deny that this is only going on in certain states. <laughs> it's written all over the wall. Why is that? Why is it that it's only happened in certain states and not others? Or the other states just segregated areas that might be uh, Democrat. So I, I don't like to get into the whole Republican versus Democrat narrative, but you can't deny that it's there. So are they, you know, are we pushing to a greater cause of doing things better? I don't think so. I, I think that these have been, this year has been, I mean, it's cray cray. I mean, could you imagine 
that you would be actually at one day talking about children being uh, used as cultural Marxist through teachings of teachers that are being infiltrated, infiltrated by other causes that are impeding the type of curriculum that is being taught, which goes against most parents and grandparents, you know, uh, values, teachings. It is a parent's right to decide when they want to introduce, introduce certain subjects, whether it has to do with transgender, whether, where it has to do with uh, discrimination, where it has to do with, uh, you know, the color of our skins, all of those things. But within those linings, uh, I also saw another interesting piece, which is uh, a lot has been starting to come out, is colorism. Colorism is using one's race and uh, depicting the, the tone of the skin color and how you, in a nutshell, how high you are on the, you know, humanity chain or whatever. So in other words, to give you a simple piece to it, if you are a black African-American and you are say darker and your skin tone is darker, then maybe another black American who's more lighter tone, the lighter tone person would be treated differently. They're, they're like beneath them. It's, it's a very simplistic definition. I employ, I, I employ, uh, you know, sincerely hope that people look up what the, you know, the whole meaning is. That's just a snippet of it. So these little stepping stones of nibbling at parents' rights, nibbling at citizens' rights, you know, what have we done? We've complied. You gotta wear a mask. The, the, the virus is all gonna get you. They, they use fear mongering. There was a narrative and it all was a narrative of, from a political nature. And that's pretty sad. But I think what they're not counting on, it's one thing when you kind of go after the parent, you go after an adult, or actually I said to you, you go after adults, because you know you do question things more, you want to do your own research. At least, hopefully, all of us do want that. Go after a parent, especially a parent that's got a child in the school system. And the whole point being, it doesn't just affect that the people that are currently having children in the school system. Every taxpayer should be pissed off because it's taxpayer dollars that are paying for that school. And I think some school committee members and superintendents are forgetting who their employer is. It's the taxpayer. So this is it in a nutshell of what is transpiring. What they do, they've already got this planned out. You know, you don't, you don't go from zero to a hundred in three days. It takes time, right? It takes time to plan a narrative. It takes time to infiltrate a school system. It takes time to infiltrate parental rights and it's been done and it's been going on and it's still going on and it's about to implode. What they do with the CRT movement, and I would encourage anyone to look up Dr. Sheldon Eakins and that's E-A-K-I-N-S. He is a consultant uh, with a uh, online PhD and he is a consultant for many, many school systems across the United States. Uh, he is from Idaho and Idaho thankfully outlawed or put in legislation against CRT. 
He's also teaching ways and words to get around that without using public funds or with infiltrating public funds. Uh, he's very crafty and he's a person that should be watched. And how they infiltrate a school system is, you know, you, you might notice, and this, these are questions that everyone should be asking within their own communities, within their own state. Have you recently got a new superintendent? Have you recently got, you know, anyone in, in new in there? Are there new people on your school committee? Have you noticed a, a kind of a change and you're not getting meet, uh, minutes? You, you know, there's some strange maybe curriculum that, you know, is circulating. You may notice some teachers starting to speak out that are not happy with certain curriculum. Why is that? Once they infiltrate your school system, nine out of 10 times from what I've seen from what I've read from the different school systems that are already dealing with this is then they decide to have an equity committee. Fancy name, equity committee, right? They usually, usually uh, from some of the school systems that I've seen, usually have somebody from the superintendent or school committee on board. Maybe they have um, some parents on board. People are very craftily and carefully handpicked. You want, you want to make sure you got the right people on your side, right? That either that you can easily use silly putty and molds or that also believe in the same narrative that you have. And nine out of 10 times that equity committee will then report back to the school committee and many times or a board of ed and many times the parents don't even know this is all going on and they decide we need an equity director an equity in charge person and then all of a sudden that person's hired and this is where the curriculum is introduced unbeknownst to the taxpayer, unbeknownst to the parents, unless you get some leaky leaks that come out and then people get mad. What they don't or did not, and I believe they did not count on, is the mama bear, the daddy bear, the grandparent bear, the auntie uncle bear, and the taxpayer bears. And I hope that everyone becomes a lion and starts roaring this bullshit and exposes them because this is a, you know, a, you know, a citizens can, can really, we're, we're resourceful. We can overcome, we can triumph over a lot, but start messing with our kids, start messing with the future generations, trying to use them as cultural Marxists, because that's what's happening. Cultural warfare going on with our children. Oh, whole different ball game. A different ball game for sure. And, and let, let's just be clear that the equity in our children's future uh, starts with the parents. The parents are that foundation. And, you know, there's that saying that it takes a village. It may take a village, but let me be very clear. It is the parents that direct that foundation. So I don't care if you're Republican, Democratic, conservative, far left or whatever or whatever we are of the human race and something really effed up is happening and people got to start speaking up got to start contacting your legislatures find out what's going on in your school system now obviously <clears throat> excuse me i 
don't have a child in the North Haven school system. But now I am wondering what the hell is happening in North Haven. Right, you have to. I mean, the point being is you don't need children in the school system right. to know that you care about children, number one, because they're the future generation that are gonna be running our country, right? Not only that, taxpayers are funding this stuff and they don't even know that they're funding it. You know, and I, I just, I don't like the sneakiness of it. I don't know, I, the, the, there should be complete transparency as to what is going on. And I think the sneak attack is that parents are gonna find out too late. And what you're gonna find out then is you're gonna have parents that are gonna be pulling their kids out of school systems, going back to homeschooling and or private schools. That is what's gonna happen. But it doesn't, doesn't solve the problem because children do need to be in school. They, they, they need that interaction with, you know, part of, you know, preparing them for to be an adult is interaction with teachers and peers and playing and learning social skills, all of those things. Now, mind you, you know, these are just the tip of the iceberg. I'm still doing a lot of investigating on this stuff, but I could not believe how many states I saw teachers upon T, and it's not just the parents that are um, complaining. Uh, something happened in Virginia. Something's happening in Virginia, I believe. Also, New York, Massachusetts, and there was two. Uh, Phil, was it Phil? It might be PA, and there's one other one, New Hampshire. There are a lot of states that are now adapting legislation against CRT. Funny thing is, those are the Republican states. You don't see many Democrat states putting into legislation against CRT, just like you didn't see a lot of, um, you know, Democrat states handle things differently than Republican states uh, regarding the virus, regarding shutting down, regarding opening up. There's a method to their madness. And I'm not saying this to um, frighten you, but I am saying it to frighten you, if you know what I mean. Uh, meaning you got to take action. I got to say something. Transparency is through the scrutiny of the parents through the looking glass. Mm -hmm. Accountability. Silly putty is for, I got to choose my words carefully because I feel swear words coming out and I want to be mindful of that. No. The lack of accountability for the silly putters. If you have to mold a narrative to get your point across, hmm, that's no good for your children. If you have to really look at what is happening because we know that there's two sides to every story. In fact, Dan Bongino a couple of weeks ago brought up something which I think is very critical. We've got Republicans, Democrats, well, like we all know that, right? But the problem is that there's only one set of facts. And if you can't get, I don't care what side if you're on, like the facts are the facts, you can't change them. However, isn't it interesting? Some of the things that are happening, obviously, in the world, 
that certain, for instance, news organizations aren't addressing. So what the hell is going on? Take notice, <laughs> be transparent, do your own transparency. Right, and also do your own due diligence. You know, if you got a school committee, uh, meeting coming up, go, ask the hard questions, find out what curriculum is being either already being taught and or being trying to be implemented. Contact all your local legislators, contact, you know, if you are a district, you know, and you've got two, multiple towns, contact your individual towns because not only does it impact that piece to it, it also impacts well, what are, what are some of the things that people look at when they're looking at a town to move in, to relocate? What are the school systems? If you know that you have a school system that is in, implementing CRT, BLM, socialism, that's a problem. Now, mind you, I do know that there's things that need to be addressed and improved. We, of course, just like police reform, just like reform within hospitals, with lawyers, with your town, that goes without saying, we all need accountability. It's no, there's nothing wrong with reform and changing things up. That's not what we're saying. What we are saying is, or at least what we're attempting to say is don't wait for it to go unchallenged. And then now you're backpedaling. Because a lot of times once this curriculum gets in and gets a hold on to your children, I'm not sure that you can ever fold it back. You know, what can you do? If you got questionable people on your school committee, guess what? They were voted in, vote them out, oust them out. Find out from your town, how do you remove somebody that was voted in? Usually I would I would think, I don't know for a fact, you would probably have to obviously check with your town. There might be uh, some sort of petition with signatures. Obviously you would have to like list your grievances and or things that you know for sure that they're doing that do not align with what you want your child to learn or you know, the bottom line is they're there for the interest and the well-being of our children. Parents pay into a school system, hoping and really relying that the school system is going to be transparent and have the best interest of their children. Is that being done? And if you don't think it is, start questioning. Don't put blinders on. Don't wait for something bad to happen. Don't wait for your school-aged child to come home and start talking to you about sex education of, or something that they're learning. Oh, I learned today about this and that. And you're like, what? what? Ah, how would you know those words? Like, don't wait till it gets to that point. Do your own diligence. The children are depending on the adults to handle this shista. They're, you know, they can't do it. They're innocent babies. They cannot do it. It's up to you. And it's not just the parent. It's the grandparents need to get involved. A taxpayer has to get involved. Just because you don't have people in the school system doesn't mean you shouldn't be involved. Let's all triumph over this together. And that was a big triumph Tuesday. But you have to, you have to be alert. You have to be aware of what's going on within your own town, within your own community, and certainly with your own state. And with that note, we gave you a lot to think about today on this triumph Tuesday. I just felt, you know, we, we sometimes go into different things because it does all impede our health and wellness. If you don't think that this is stressing parents out and stressing grandparents out, you're wrong. So what do you do with that stress? You transfer that energy into activeness and get started. Start asking the hard questions, form groups, get groups together on Facebook, 
lock your arms with like-minded individuals that want to see our children have a happy, healthy school year coming in 2021-22. Don't wait for the bad things to happen. And with that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus, a little fired up Naughty Bus this morning, live from Vero Beach. I'm going to like go some... I'm going to go play some pickleball. I hope, I hope the pickleball can handle my slams today. This is Carol Sue with two... Sisters, hey everyone, it's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 with your silly putty update. We hope you have an amazing Triumph Tuesday. Thank you so much. We'll be on a little later tomorrow at 9 a.m. with our guest, Elliot Bang. He was just on our 250th episode, so we can't wait to catch up with him. See you tomorrow, everyone. Have a Bye, good day. Bye-bye.